0: to it chewing the fat with uh, the American dream and Aaron Watson is of course living his American dream and what better person to talk about Aaron Watson than Aaron Watson himself (laughs) absolutely (laughs) so Aaron Watson welcome to chewing the fat American dream you are living your American dream my friend it's good to see you it's good to be seen looking great I was just looking back and uh, I realized that uh it's been uh 20 years since you've been cranking out your music yeah 20 years uh, before we even go back a little bit farther than that that got you to uh to that starting point 20 years ago even 20 years ago did you have any idea that you'd be where you're at I mean, did you envision a little bit of where you're at now i think i was dreaming
1: big i didn't think it would take me 20 years to get to this point you know i think i was 20 you know and i was like i've I'm I'm gonna take over the world and I'm gonna do it in the next year. Right, 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 right. I think there was that. I, I th- but but you know I realized somewhere along the way that hey, this is going to be a grind and you're going to have to earn it. <laughs> and the real <laughs> the real world stepped in. Yeah. And um, but gosh, you know, uh, I've never felt like it was a struggle. It there were definite, there's definitely been challenges. Sure, of course. But I've always, I've loved what I was doing. That's most important, right? So that, yeah, it's, it's, you're not, it's not a, it's not a struggle then. Yeah, it, I've always been passionate about it, yeah, yeah. and I've always been committed, and I always understood that. Like, listen, what a great opportunity to get to do what I'm doing, and you're going to have to get out there, and you're going to have to work hard. And um, I definitely took the, the the. <laughs> path less chosen
0: (laughs) all right so let's talk about that a little bit uh before you started uh before you started uh releasing your music 20 years ago now back in 1999 you uh you know you were raised in uh you know in texas yep uh, in tumbleweed texas out yes there, sir North yes texas. sir and uh you know you were a good old texas boy playing a little baseball yes sir uh, thinking that maybe uh you know i spit a little chew out on the baseball field and yeah. round, the, round the diamond every once in a while what made you realize eh, maybe that's not it
1: well i, I guess you know uh of, of course you know, when I was growing up, I was like I wanted to be shortstop for the Houston Astros and I guess that that dream fizzled out. <laughs> you know, apparently you have to be able to start for your college before you can start for a major You gotta league be able team. to hit a curveball. Yeah, you gotta be able to hit a curveball. <laughs> and um but you know, one door closed and another one opened. And um you know, my dad my dad he he's amazing. My mom and dad are amazing. And dad's a disabled veteran, He um, was injured in Vietnam. And, you know, to be able to make ends meet for, for our family, my dad was a custodian. And dad taught me a lot about work ethic. Whatever and it takes, man. I shared, this, I shared this earlier where I was about 11 or 12, and my friends were all going swimming that day. And I said, Dad, I want to go swimming with my friends. And my dad said, well, I really need you to help me uh, clean the church today. And I was like, well, Dad, all my friends are going swimming. I don't want to go clean the church, Dad. He's like, well, I really need your help. And I acted like a little stinker all day, like a kid, 11-year-old kid. And we were in a toilet stall. I was in a toilet stall with the big yellow gloves on, scrubbing a toilet. My dad was in the toilet next to me, and he was scrubbing the toilet. And... um. I'm just over there complaining, well, all my friends are swimming and I'm cleaning toilets and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just fussing. And then finally, my dad peeks his head around the corner and he said, hey. And I looked at him. He goes, do you think when I was your age that I wanted to grow up someday and be a custodian cleaning toilets? And I just got- Did you
0: ever think that?
1: Yeah. And I got quiet. And he said, no. He goes, this was not one of my dreams. He said, but I got drafted- I got hurt and you know what this job because of this job that God's blessed me with I'm able to take care of you your sister and your mama and he said I'm going to show God how thankful I am for this job and these are going to be the cleanest toilets in town and I didn't complain ever again (laughs) and what it showed me is regardless of what I what I was doing I was going to give it my best effort. And that's the thing I try to I teach my kids now and 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 really my dad's work ethic cleaning toilets is not too glorifying of course not for anyone for anyone, but he did it and he got the job we all, done. and we and
0: and and we all appreciate
1: it yeah <laughs> and we all appreciate it and it's 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 like I tell my boys I don't know I tell my, my 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 both my boys and my daughter I go I don't know what you're gonna be someday but whatever you are I want you to give it your best effort be the best you can be whether it's cleaning toilets or whether it's president of the United <laughs> States and, and you know Dad this American dream that's that's the thing that Dad instilled in me is that if i was willing to get out there and work hard that i could do anything i, I never want that is the american dream. it is the and american that's, dream. that's what
0: I, that's what i you know that's what i really want to uh, what i want to focus it, it, on
1: without a doubt it, there's opportunity even if i have told my, my wife has said well what if you know one day your career ended what would you do i go i don't know but if if i had to go get a trailer and buy a couple of lawnmowers I could go door to door, wake up before the sun came up, and I could work until the sun went down, and I could find a way in this country to take care of my family. If you want, if you want opportunity, opportunity's there. Now you have to get your rear off the couch. Amen. But it's there, and I've always been given opportunity. Now, there's there's been there's certain opportunities I haven't been given.
0: But I found
1: ways around
0: them. And let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Mr. I'm too, Mr. Big Shot, Mr. I'm too good for a record label.
1: Yeah, Mr. 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 I'm going to do
0: my own music myself. I like that (laughs) attitude.
1: You know, people are like, why are you independent? And I'm like, well, for the first 10 years, I was independent out of survival because none of the labels thought that I had what it took. When
0: you first heard that. Uh, it, how many times did you go back to them and say, I am good enough, I am good enough? And at what point did you say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to take this rubber glove that I've got with yeah. me cleaning toilets and ram it up their butt it, it, and exactly. do my own thing. You know, I think when
1: I finally, I, I went back and I just kept trying to prove them wrong. And I felt like I was always leaving Nashville with my tail tucked between my legs. And I think when I finally realized that I don't need them is we had an album called Real Good Time and it charted number nine nationwide. And I went, whoa, I'm an independent artist and I just charted an album top 10. There are major label artists that aren't doing that. And then the underdog goes number one and Vaquero, and it just, and then here we are today. And it's finally, at that point I realized, you know what? They didn't, of course I could have a deal now, of Of course. course. But it's not because they believe in me. Don't call us, we'll call you, right? Yeah. They don't believe in me. (laughs) No, they don't. They just, it'd be a financial thing. Yeah.
0: I mean, they saw, oh, you know, we were wrong. Oh, gosh. we were, yeah.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, you were wrong, and you missed the boat. Yeah. And now we've grown this great business, and I have these wonderful people that work for me that they believe in me. We're growing not just my career, but we're also growing the record label, and we have we have dreams about signing more artists down the road and giving artists an opportunity to live their
0: dream. Oh, see, now you say that, but now now you've turned into the record label of saying, ooh, that was not good. You're not good enough. You know, Take a hike. My, my deal,
1: <laughs> this is true, but I will not be wearing a coat and tie. I'll be wearing Wranglers and old boots. Thank you. And, and, of course, my Aaron Watson. Yes. My Aaron Watson ball game. Absolutely, Absolutely. But the thing about it is... is but you can what get it at AaronWatson.com, hey, you go way, to AaronWatson.com, yeah. and while you're listening, while you are listening, you can go head on over to iTunes and Amazon and purchase my new album, Red Bandana. All the proceeds go into my wife's purse immediately. Are you sure? Isn't that so, true with about every album that you've Every made? album. I've never been paid. <laughs> I asked permission before I bought this old Jeep. <laughs> but... Uh, So technically, she's kind of the record executive. There you go. Yeah, Yeah, she's the man. I'm not the one telling you that. Yeah. Hey, listen. You know, I I will tell you this. there's, There's a guy at Label. He's still there. And I went up to him years later. And I said, man, I sang you some songs a long time ago. And you shut me down pretty good. You were pretty hard on me. For a long while, I, I wasn't your, I wasn't a big fan of you. Right, I go, but now I look back, and I'm thankful for your honesty because it pushed me to be a better singer, songwriter, performer. Um, now he was a little hard on me. <laughs> I think when I'm meeting artists someday and they're interested in a deal. If they don't have what it takes, I'll share with them my heartaches. And I'll say, you know what? I've been in that chair you're sitting in right now, so I know how it feels to have someone tell you you're not quite ready. So what I need yeah. you to do is if you want it, you gotta get out there and work hard because here you look at Willie Nelson's career. He's he's not doesn't look like Don Juan. No he does not. Doesn't sing like Elvis. No he does not. Doesn't put on a performer like. uh, No, I've seen Willie a couple times. Yeah,
0: couple times in my life.
1: But you know what's amazing? He never quit. He just keeps on the
0: road, man.
1: Just keeps. He he didn't technically make it until he was forty-two years old. Redheaded stranger than that, right? Yeah, and that's one of the things that that's a great example that you know, if a young Willie Nelson, twenty-one years old, sat in front of you and played you some songs, you'd go, "Ah, you sound kind of nasally." And you're a little out of time. You might want to get rid of that guitar with a hole in it. Yeah, and they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's a great example of a a a guy who was relentless. His work ethic. He never stopped.
0: You know, a lot of, a lot of uh, you, you all have uh, musicians, successful musicians, have a lot of the same. Uh, philosophy and outlook i remember just a a story from jerry lee lewis once talking about nashville you mentioned nashville and how leaving nashville and he was asked what uh, you know how he felt getting turned down for so many times just because he played piano and not guitar and he thought i hitchhiked in i'll hitchhike out yeah well you know and and it it
1: helps that dad raised me on willie and waylon and they kind of had that texas outlaw mentality so that's that's helped well george jones in there yeah, yeah, a Little George Jones. On, and then there were some Beatles and some Rolling Stones yeah. too. Hello. But it but you know it's now I've taken on something different. My career now is something that is inspiring young independent artists. That's which is great, right? It is the most satisfying feeling. I won a BMI award. And I didn't know I was going to win an award that evening and They gave out these awards. They would call up the artist, and when the artist would get up there, he would have his label, his record label up there, and there'd be four or five people from the label, and then he'd have his publishing company up there, and there'd be three or four people from there. There'd be the songwriters, and then all the songwriters published. There'd be 20, 30 people on that stage. When they called me, it was just me because I was the only writer, and I'm the (laughs) publisher, and I'm the record label. And afterwards, I had a young man come up to me, And he said, hey, I just wanted to meet you and just tell you that like, my career, I thought my career was over. There were no labels that were interested in me. And I thought, well, I I don't have an opportunity. It's never gonna happen. He goes, but then your album charted number one. He goes, and now here you are. You were on that stage all by yourself. He goes, I needed to see that tonight. He goes, you inspire me. You show me that there is another way to achieve my goals. And I just shook his hand and I said, now I'd like to thank you. No doubt. Because what you just said to me inspired me and made me realize that what I'm doing has purpose. And that's the American dream. That is. I'm living the American dream. You you can do anything you want, but you're going to have to get out there and you're going to have to earn it.
0: So let's talk a little bit about... um before 20 years ago, uh, you know, and, and you talked about uh, learning some life lessons from uh, from your dad. But uh, at what point and you learned some life lessons from your baseball coach? Yeah. Uh, who said, hey, uh, you're not starting, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, who? Uh, and uh, you know what? We might not need you as a pinch hitter. Yeah. But you go ahead and uh, sit down over there. But you can go over there and do <laughs> Go watch the jock straps after the games. <laughs> we need somebody to, get to pick up the baseballs yeah. before before the game starts. Yeah, that, was but, great, uh, that
1: was great. <laughs> I was great at it.
0: But uh, and then you uh, you uh, started playing music and you thought, man, this is mm-hmm. something I could do. Yeah. What? I, I'm I'm interested in what made that transition from I can do. Uh, you know what? This is something I can do. You know, I I
1: always loved music. Dad raised me with music playing, and I sang in church. But I, I started realizing I I would play the songs on my some songs, cover songs on my guitar, and my friends were like, "Man, you're pretty good." And then I got asked to play some little social events, like sorority fraternity type things. And I started writing songs, and I'd mix in one of my songs, and I'd sing it that evening with the covers. And I'd always have people go, "Hey, what was that one song? You sang a song I didn't know, but I liked it." And I'd be like, "Oh my goodness, that was my song." Yeah. And there started, there started to become demand. Demand for my music, Sing for that my one. product. So yeah, yeah, do that one that, that one song. And that's when I realized, "You know what? I think I've I think have got I've got an opportunity here." and I, and I tell people, that's one thing, and I tell, this to my, I tell this to my kids a lot. I'm like, listen, God gives us all unique, special gifts and talents. You need to focus on what those talents are. Find what is your talent and develop it. De- you know, it's like you have to also be realistic. And at some point in my career, at some point in my life, I had to be realistic that I was not going to be shortstop, for the Houston Astros <laughs> and I had to accept defeat you know I had to accept
0: defeat and I had to but realize but it wasn't defeat though it I mean, wasn't. you're talking about accepting defeat but it wasn't defeat it, it was wasn't. just a. Uh, uh, well
1: yeah it was I don't know maybe it was maybe it was a little bit yeah. knowing that I couldn't be what I had dreamed I was going yeah. to be I had to kind of wave the white flag a little yeah. bit but there that there's there's but at the same time, I learned so many things from baseball that I've applied to my, you know, if you're, here's the deal. If as a hitter, you, you're out seven out of 10 times, you're a Hall of Famer. I've, amazing.
0: Think of that. It's amazing. Think of that. I, it's, it, we talk about that. I, some friends of mine and some other friends of mine talk about that a lot. And How so I've applied that. I've applied
1: that. that to even like radio singles. They're like, well, this single just didn't really – didn't turn into a hit. And I was like, well, we just got to keep on swinging. Yeah. Gotta, you got to keep Step swinging. Out of the box, baby. You got to keep on swinging. So <laughs> one of my boys, uh, my youngest boy, Jack, who at his all-star game yesterday went four for five. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, baby. Oh, boy. I was proud. And um, But a couple of weeks ago, he uh, he struck out to end the game. Struck out, not swinging. That's kind of a no-no Ooh, in my house. Hurts. You don't that hurts. strike. You,
0: you, you get, that's tough, man. Yeah,
1: that is not. That is that is not accepted in my house. <laughs> and I told him. He said, "Dad, I, I go. You know, I go. You." I said, "Jack, you looked know what? Like ball. It looked yeah, like a ball." Yeah, Dad. Yeah, Dad I did. not I go. One thing's for certain. One thing's a fact. If you don't swing, you're not going to hit that yeah, dang ball. And um, and that's kind of my mentality with this. If you don't try it's vulnerable putting out a new record I, I poured my heart into this record there are songs on this record you read the lyrics and you're like man this guy does not have it all together like everybody thinks he does <laughs> i was completely transparent and and and, and that's that that's that's i you know you feel vulnerable when you want to just be completely honest about your imperfections and But you know and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to put this out. You've had 20 years of that, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, you really have. You've had yeah. 20 years of putting your gut on the table, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 uh, yeah. that's what makes it so good. It's what makes it so
1: good. But even now, it's like, this is, you know, this, is, uh, 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 this week, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I mean, we're, we're putting this record out. I don't have that major label support. Right. I'm going against all those major label artists. I want to win. The deck uh, is stacked against me. But... That is less and less stacked against you now. More and more, oh, way, way less stacked against me than it was in the past. But there's that part of me that goes, "Well, there's no way I can have a number one record this week." But then there's part of me that goes, "Dadgummit! If I don't, I need to apply, practice what you preach, Aaron. Like you, like you told your son, if you don't swing, you're never going to hit it. So I'm out here this week and I'm swinging, and I'm swinging for the fence. And 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 you know what? This time next week, whether it charts dead last or number one, I'm going to sleep okay because I went out, I was swinging. I was swinging.
0: So at what point did, at one one of these uh, sorority parties, did you beat the wife and Uh, decide, uh, oh man, now I got to be a music star with a wife. Oh man. Children. Gosh. I mean,
1: I'll tell you this, to be honest, everyone thinks, oh, if you have a band, there's girls everywhere. That's kind of (laughs) true, but not girls that are like willing to like stick by your side. Right. And, you know, I meet this girl and I tell her I have a band and she didn't just run away, you know, and I met her dad and he wasn't shook by the idea of his daughter marrying a guy who is a singer yeah he i remember he said well let's talk about your business what's your game plan because this is a business and having her dad talk me through a lot of that it it had a profound impact on me like he's right this is a business we're going to run this like a business and um you know bless her heart what was she thinking you know, what's crazy, and, and I want all the listeners to, li- to listen to this point. My wife, before me, she was dating a guy who went on to become a baby heart doctor, a pediatric right. cardiologist.
0: There's not a lot of us around, Aaron. You know, there's yeah, there's there's not a, there's, of there's around not around a lot of that. those. There's only a few of us who could do that.
1: But yet she chose a guy with a band. I would just like to tell all the girls out there, it worked out okay for my wife. But generally speaking, do not ever choose the singer over the, the pediatric baby cardiologist baby heart doctor. Probably the best choice is to go away yeah. from the singer. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> girls write that down on a piece of paper.
0: <laughs> All right, so Aaron Watson American Dream uh living it clearly living it clearly And so it. blessed. The latest album, Red Bandana. Red Bandana. Uh, Out right now. Make it number freaking one. Yeah, folks, get out
1: there. Even if you don't like country music, this is your one good deed of the day. (laughs) All the proceeds go into my wife's purse, go on iTunes or Amazon, buy that record. If you truly hate it, come out to a show. Of course, you'll have to buy a ticket. But once you buy a ticket, then I'll give you your money back for the album that you so much dislike. I'll tell you what. I'm so confident that this album is heart and soul. I'm so confident that you're going to love it. Go get it. Please help me pay off my wife's credit card bill this month. I'm begging you. There we go.
0: You heard the man. Go get the album red bandana by Aaron Watson. Um, And also, what you need to do while you're going and purchasing Red Bandana is subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Duh. Uh, Subscribe and uh, tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your neighbors. Subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So when you get the daily podcast, you're going to get the daily update. You're going to know. You're going to get the alert. Boop. There it is. The daily boop. What what, what does it sound like again? Boop. You're going to get that Monday through Friday. Then on Monday, you're going to get boop, boop yeah because you got talking fear and then on saturday i (laughs) whoa wait a minute i'm not doing that much work (laughs) you're gonna do one on saturday too like you did with this one with the american dream anyway uh thanks to aaron watson for coming by the guy is amazing i love him and uh i appreciate him stopping by here for uh the american dream segment and we might as well end it with a song from the album red bandana cut number six kiss that girl goodbye
2: well it's pretty much understood rainy days are just no good for leaving no need mixing misery and jam so it goes for icy days, heartache and slick highways. No time to wait, you're gonna break if you bend and bend again. But a fresh start will warm your heart like the sun breaking through a cloudy sky. If ever was a good day, it's the day that boy kissed that girl goodbye. Kiss that girl goodbye. must be out of his ever-loving mind yeah, If he really wants a goodbye kiss You tell him to go kiss it where the sun don't shine If there ever was a good day It's today that boy kiss I go goodbye Just like a red-eyed spider.